Hello, good afternoon, good evening, or good morning, wherever you may be in the world today. It's another edition of the Remote Work Life Summit, and I have a great guest with me today. I've got the co-founder of Outpost with me. Uh, you can find the website at outpost-asia.com, and Outpost um, Asia, Outpost itself, is specifically to do with co-living and co-working neighbourhoods in really idyllic locations. And one of those locations is Bali. And today, I think, David, you're, we're, you're talking to me from Bali, am I right? Uh, I'm talking to you from Bali, that's correct. Excellent, wonderful. And David, I know there's, there's lots of people within my community who are looking to escape the, you know, the, the nine to five cubicle. They're looking to really sort of um, connect and grow in a different environment, completely different environment, an environment that's not as hustle and bustle. Could you tell us a bit more about Outpost, please? Sure. Well, that's the, you're, you're hitting on the demographic that, 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 that we really focus on. And, and thank you for inviting me uh, to speak today. The, the, what we find is that, um, or what studies show is that two-thirds of millennials feel stuck in either their work or, or their life. They feel that there's something more out there, but they can't, they can't find it. Um, they, they're, they could be in debt from going to school. Um, social media has, has made it more, actually more difficult to truly connect with other people. And, and many of them want to make the world a better place, but they're stuck. And if they can't go out and see the world, how can they make it a better place? So this is really where Outpost comes in. Um, what we've done is we've set up communities or neighborhoods as we call them in idyllic locations. Uh, we have two in Bali and one in Cambodia. And we're really focusing on giving people a, a place to go to find people who are like themselves. They want to explore. They want to grow personally and professionally. So they're not seeking a vacation per se from their life. They want to create a life um, where there's opportunity for growth and, and betterment of the world. Um, and, and, and there's that connection and really connecting with people who have those same aspirations. So Outpost was set up originally by my partner, uh, Brian and I. Um, we had both uh, been pretty peripatetic in our careers, traveling from, from place to place, often living in cities. And, and I was in Tokyo for a while in New York and and those are wonderful places, but realized there's uh, uh, some other places that I wanted to spend some time. And he was traveling around Beijing and Jakarta, and, and we decided um, to set up in Bali, to set up an office that was for us. And so it was really a place to be productive. And what we saw over time were the people who were coming to us. It wasn't just a place that they were looking for to, to get work done. It was really a lifestyle. And so what we're really focusing on is catering, the, catering to that lifestyle. So we offer from our workplace, we offer uh, living. So we manage rooms um, in one of our locations in Bali. We have 30 rooms, for example. We also offer training. So uh, on life design, we're also having some writing courses and then how to, how to grow your side hustle. So there are a number of courses that we're trying to build on to help people live the life that they really want to lead. Sounds great. And I, I, I think that when you, when you think of or when you're in your office cubicle, I know I used to think that these sorts of um, <clears throat> these sorts of things were sort of beyond my imagination almost. And you would often see adverts, and you used to think to yourself, 
this is this this is too good to be true you know but you've made it you've really made it happen and you've really built that up um you've you've built your community as you said and you mentioned that um social media perhaps has made it more difficult to to actually do that and i'm with you i mean social media has a part but i think that those in-person interactions um mean so much so much more how I mean, t- tell us about how uh, you see, uh, you know, or, or the key elements to actually making those those initial connections. You know, we talk a lot about shared experiences. So it's it's one thing, for example, to go to a movie and then you talk to someone else who saw the movie two or three weeks before, and you can talk about the movie and you can bond a little bit. But being able to go through an experience with someone else, even if it is just simply seeing a movie or going through a yoga class with someone. Um, it's these shared experiences that really foster connections. So what we try to do is create shared experiences, whether we're bringing donuts to at 10 a.m. To, 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 to our balcony so people can, can bond over donuts, or whether it's a salsa lesson, or whether it's a SEO uh, class. Uh, we try to create opportunities for a little bit of, of shared interactions so that over time that people can build up the connections um, that they, 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 truly, um, they truly crave. And I think what we find out is that our members are, are really our, our, our best um, advertising or marketing because what happens is, like you said, you saw people living this lifestyle and you're like, well, I don't really, it's, it's too far out there. But in actuality, what's happening is that your fantasy, if you will, is our members' reality. And once you see that that reality could be yours, well, it's a convert. And, and, and really what we're showing is that there are other ways to live for two weeks, two months, or two years. Um, for me, a traveling lifestyle for, for, for longer than that is, is, is too much. For others, they want to make a whole life of just moving around from place to place. So we want to support that lifestyle, at least for the time that people want to have that opportunity. And how, again, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, these questions are actually coming from me, quite a lot of from me, but others from the community that I, that, um, that I have as well, the remote work life community. Sure. They want to know, you know, if they're looking to, you know, locate, you know, locate elsewhere. Some, some of them haven't even been on, you know, holidays for that long. They may have been on holiday for a week. So locating their whole career and life is like perhaps quite a, a, a something that's again beyond what they've done before how would you suggest you prepare for something like this 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 whole movement of your yourself and your career to somewhere that's totally foreign and totally different how how do you actually get that going i think there there are a multitude of ways and and there there are many different people who who who, who choose to do this so when i was younger for example I went to Japan and I taught English. I had no background in, in teaching per se, um, but it was an opportunity to use what skills that I had and bringing them overseas. So there are many people who do that now. They are just leave where they're at, they find jobs teaching English and, and go from there. Um, there are other people who say, well, I have some skills in, in uh, business, let me try drop shipping. So there are people who say, all right, well, let me try drop shipping and figure out how I can how I can sell a few things online. Um, I think the the more successful people have some original skill they've they've have and they're trying to take that and, and, and do that internationally. 
And um, so I think that would be my recommendation. So if you've been working a few years in marketing, see what you can break off and have your own clients that you're currently working with. Can you take them with you? Um, and then you're, you're able to live life more on your own terms. Um, it's usually you get to pick your location, your career or your role. Um, so you sacrifice one or the other when you choose solely your location. I think there are people who can make it happen wherever they are, um, but you're always giving up something. So there's always some trade-off. You know, there's always a little rain in paradise. Um, but with that said, we think there's a, a tremendous amount of upside. When you can really control the life that you're, 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 you're trying to lead. And I think really what we were talking about at the beginning uh, of the call is like feeling that there's more out there. And I think what people are, are lacking is this sense of control. And, and so when people are traveling from place to place or with us for a few months, um, they feel that they're controlling things. And that sense of control is often missing when we're just doing the nine to five. Mm -hmm. No, I, I, I hear that. And I think there's like, like you said, there's lots of people that are looking to reget, take control of their lives, take control of their own, their own trajectory, their own destination. And I think, I suppose sometimes, like you said, you have to take, if you've got those skills or if you've got some sort of um, plan in place, it's always good to have a plan, I guess, isn't, there? isn't it? Yeah. Um, is to actually take those, those skills and see what opportunities are, are, are there. Are there op actually opportunities, would you say, within Bali or within the, the other um, outposts that you have? Or is it mainly people who are coming with those skills and working within the, you know, the co-living and the, the co-working spaces? I think people meet each other and, and then there's serendipitous interactions and, oh, you do this, I do this, let's see what we can do together. Um, but with, with that said, there are also certain things when you go to another country, you're, um, you've got some visa issues in terms of being able to work or not work in a certain place. So there are really some, some challenges that you might have um, in, in necessarily finding a, a job um, with, with, within a different country. But I think that you can definitely um, uh, find your way to, to, to meet others and, and, and create and collaborate and find uh, job opportunities for sure. Mm -hmm. So another, another question that I, I got asked is, um, <clears throat> so one of the things that um, as somebody who, who works remotely, I always look at, um, one of the first things I look at when I either take a holiday or I, you know, I'm going to a new, new place, I always look at um, broadband first and you know, the, the, the connection to the internet. You know? But um, the question is, is what other things uh, do you think are imperative if you're sort of, especially if you're moving uh, from you know, your destination country to a, a country that's completely foreign, what other things should you look out for and what other things do you need? Uh, to having your toolkit to sort of make things work, would you say, David? Sure. Well, I think the the broadband one is, is is an interesting one. I think that that we're we're many of these places getting beyond that. Um, there is the stability in in the internet um, in, in in the places that that, that we work. It, it's it, people don't think about the electricity, but you know that's a yeah. that's a concern. And I think in the future, people are going to give as much thought to the internet as they give to the electricity now. Um, so I think what you highlight is that there, there, there are headline concerns that people see. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the internet there. How is, but, but, but really what the concerns are is can you, can you meet other people? Can you find a, a place that you feel at home for, for the length of time that you're there? 
And I think that's ultimately the way that we find fulfillment. Are we able to contribute to something? Is our job meaningful or is, is the how we're living our life of meaning? So I, I think they're almost more internal questions that, that, that people have to ask, but also to see of, hey, if I'm going here, are there, are there, are there, are there people, especially for those who are uh, first timers, if you will, are there people like there like me that I, that I can meet? And then you start to explore and say, all right, well, I'm, I'm more interested in, in, in going here or going there. Or I know these types of people are in Vietnam and I want to go, I want to head there. Um, so I, I think that once you get past the, all right, can I rent out my apartment in London or, or San Francisco? And where do I put, do I have to put my stuff in storage? Once you get beyond that, um, it's these hidden things that you don't think much about. Um, hey, if I go here, will I be lonely? Um, you know, I, 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 I'm having trouble organizing my day because there's so much to do and I'm not getting work done. Those are the issues that on the day to day that people kind of um, are, are what they're facing when they're really out there. No, I, I hear that. Thank you, David. Thank you. And <clears throat> so another thing is that uh, that feeling of, I don't know, working remotely or working Again, as a digital nomad, you, you, you tend to be moving around a lot. So those relationships, those initial connections that you make can sometimes be quite, uh, it can, can be quite a challenge to actually sort of grow those connections, those relationships. Are there, are there any tips that you can give, David, about, you know, because I know you're very values-driven, Outpost is very values-driven, and the, the, pe- the people that you sort of um, encourage into the community are very values-driven as well and purpose-driven. Are there any... Um, bits of advice that you can give in terms of holding on to those connections and, and making them sort of really sort of work for the individual? Well, for, for me, I, I, we talk about our values of, of exploration and growth and connection. Uh, and, and exploration to me isn't going out there and travel, being in one place in one week, one place in another. Um, for me, exploration is really digging in and staying in one spot for a while. Um, so five months, six months longer in one location. Mm-hmm. And that's where you start to really build those those connections. Um, because what you do is you'll you'll have these, if you go, in my opinion, if you move faster, you have these wonderful experiences and you're 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 gaining perspective. Um, but what you really lose in that is 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 the depth of experience with other people. Mm-hmm. And so my recommendation is to spend longer and check less off the, the, the bucket list and, and really go deeper, learn a bit more of the language. And you find things that you, things to be more rewarding, in, 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 at least in my opinion. No, I think that's really good because, you, again, when you look on places like YouTube, for example, you see lots of videos of people going from one place to another to another. And like you said, they're not really sort of getting a feel for their environment. They're not making those, like you said, those connections they're not really right. exploring. That they're, 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 they're perhaps, like you said, ticking things off their list and going from place to place. So I think it's a wonderful piece of advice to actually really embed yourself and sort of really get a feel for, for where you are and like the culture, the language, and really immerse yourself in that. So I love that. I love that. And, and as an American, uh, there was a, a time where people, especially when I was younger, they would take uh, three weeks off or four weeks off and go to Europe. And and you you'd hear people say, well, I, I, I did I did Rome, I did uh, you know I did uh, I did Spain, I did London, I 
I did the Czech Republic and they were spending two days in each spot and they were doing that. And yes, it's wonderful. You can, I mean, you can recall what it's like to be in Prague and you can recall what it's like to be in Budapest. You've got that image, but you're just rushing through and, and having a beer in this place and a beer in that place. Um, and it's a fabulous you know, experience that you can recall that, but really the depth isn't there. And to me, my more rewarding experiences were when I was spending longer times in places, when, when, when things happened to me like trains didn't show up and I was stuck <laughs> spending a night in the train station. You know, those types of experiences, while not always fun, are the, are the ones that are most rewarding and help you grow. And, and so you have those more often than not when you stay in one place and you experience it rather than doing it. No, again, I love that because perhaps um, the, the generation before, uh, you know, the Xenial generation, I suppose you could say, that mm -hmm. where, where you had the, um, the holiday experiences, we, we literally fly you in, sort of experience it, like you said, experience it and then take your pictures and come back. But now I think um, lots of millennials who may be listening to this, they, they want a lot more, don't they? They want to um, get, a, get more of a feel and more of a, they want to feel part of it. And I think that's the best way to, to go about it. And I think, um, I think Outpost is a great way, is a great way to actually enable them to, to do that. And I think that, I mean, that leads quite nicely onto your, onto your, um, <clears throat> You mentioned your values are, are connect, explore, and grow. We've covered the first two. I think that that will and that does enable you to grow, doesn't it? Because if you're experiencing new things, experiencing new cultures, you you even that that thing that you, where you mentioned about the train and, and all that sort of thing that that in itself may seem like a bad experience at the time, but you're growing, you're learning from that, right? Right. Um, so in terms of that growth aspect, uh, what other areas? You know, how else do you feel that? that growth can be achieved as well, David? Sure. Well, then at Outpost, we have the personal growth and the professional growth, and we, and we have um, events. Uh, so that was the, was speaking about earlier, whether it's um, salsa dancing or, or um, marketing or uh, branding. So we have a number of different events where you can, you can grow professionally, if you will, um, and then other ones where there's personal growth. Um, we also have courses. So we have a something we call Code Remote, where people come in for, for seven weeks and learn Python. And it's fabulous to see that people, someone has come in with no experience, and, and at the end they had a, um, an Airbnb clone. So there's tremendous growth there. And then after learning how to code, you, you're in the Outpost network, and there are always people who are going to need those skills. So it's almost a, an entree point, or it is an entree point, into, into the community and into the lifestyle. So that's that's something that, that, that we offer, and there are other classes, like I had mentioned, on on writing and and um, finding meaning to you in in a lifestyle called our Life Design Lab. Um, so we offer those courses as well. So that's the the more formal learning, and the informal learning that you had mentioned as well. You know, I'm I'm in I'm in Indonesia and, and watching how people live and work, and and I'm in uh, Phnom Penh, Cambodia, and seeing the frenetic pace and how people are. Are are, are 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 making their lives here. Now again, again, great. That that's that's another key thing I always um, try to to put across is, you know, as well as the cultural aspects, there's in terms of your growth. There's also the as you mentioned the hard skills because mm -hmm. the, the world is moving so quickly, um, and you know as much as it's good to to have a good skill set, say for example in marketing. If you can learn something like SEO or writing 
or like David says, even coding, that can give you a different outlook. You may be in marketing, but you may need to have, you know, you know you'd be collaborating with, say, uh, web designers or, or SEOs or writers. So having, having that additional skill set is going to make you a much more valuable proposition to, to your clients or to whoever you, you may be working for. So those soft skills as well as the hard skills are just really imperative, um, <clears throat> excuse me, for your, for, your, for your growth, your personal and professional growth. It's it's exactly it's exactly that we what I found in and throughout my career and we find now is that if you can speak the language, and so if you if you learn coding and you're not a coder, you understand the language. Mm -hmm. So you can be that person between the CEO and the and the and the tech and the tech team. Um, there there are many if you know marketing and you know the the language and the words that people use, you can translate that for um, for for the business folks. There's there's so much that you can do by just learning how people speak and, and just learning the basics um, that you can really um, find your career being propelled in many different directions. I think so. Um, and it's like you said, David, I, I think because maybe people have in their mind that, you know, I only learn code if I want to be a coder. And that's, that's just not, not the case. Think even, you know, the, the, the actions or the interactions that you have with people, or the understanding of those different um, those different skill sets, is just going to take you so much further. But on right. top of that, though, <clears throat> the growth aspect in terms of you know developing your own community, um, you start off with one or two people, and that one person may introduce you to another, to another, and another. You never know where that that person who you meet. Um, may be in one or two years time they may be ceo of their own company right right, um, right and then that connection that you've made or that exploring that you've done um that community that you've built up is again contributing to your own to your own growth isn't it david right well that's and that's the wonderful thing about outpost so if you're in london you're you're if you will restricted by the people who are around you and london is a tremendously international city so there's wonderful people to meet all of the time um but it doesn't compare to an outpost uh, because you'll be sitting next to someone from Brazil, someone from uh, the UK, someone from Australia, someone from Indonesia. And, and you see and you're working on your businesses and your ideas in very different ways. And so that there are so many people around there to meet um, and you've got wonderful opportunities to maintain those connections. Boy, it's hard to maintain connections oh, yes. with yeah. people for sure. Uh, but the opportunity is there. Um, so that's really what we think is a, a fantastic um, uh, experience when people come through Outpost is just that there is that diversity of people from, from, from almost everywhere. Yeah, it's a skill in itself, isn't it, David? Maintaining connections because yeah. you, you want to you sort of send somebody an email, but you don't want to do it too regularly or you want to make a phone call. But when is the right, when is the right time to do that? So I think there's, it's so undervalued, these sort of face-to-face -face interactions, how if you can build those up, it can really um, make it much easier to sort of maintain them down the line, right? Right, right. Well, it's, it's, it's how we've, you know, as, as humans, how we've always had connections. It's been physical. It's been, you know, it's been, it's been right there in front of you. Um, so the fact that, that we have these opportunities to, to Skype call and, and be as present as we can with 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 the computer. It's still obviously not the same mm -hmm. as the the physical presence. And and being able to hang out in the evening with 
um, on, 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 on the beach um, with, with, oh. with people all over the world and, and, and talking about, um, you know, the, the life you want to lead or, or whether you sit back and talk about your business ideas. Um, to have that opportunity and have the sounding board of people from, from many different places is, is, is really what the Outpost experience is about. Yeah, and um, what I, I know we've got a limited amount of time, David, but what I want to just, just say, um, is, as well as those connections, or that ability to, to make connections, what are the traits or what are the aspects of somebody working remotely or as a digital nomad? Somebody sitting here today thinking to themselves, actually, this, this lifestyle is for me. What other traits do you feel are important for you to actually survive and to actually really make this sort of lifestyle work for yourself? Is to really have a good sense of direction and plans on where you want to be and, and how you want to grow. And then at the same time realize that once you put that sail up, it, your direction might go in a different way. But then reset those plans. Um, you know, have an idea of where you want to go and how you want to get there. And then be crafty enough or, or agile enough to know that sometimes there's a, there's a flow that you caught in and, and it's going to bring you in a different direction. Um, so I, I think those, the, the ability to, to, to plan and, and look forward and, and change is, is really uh, is critical. Excellent. But you can't just say, I'm going to go out there and I'll figure it out. Because to me, that, that's not always setting yourself up for the best chance of success. No, I agree. I agree 100%. And as far as Outpost, what's, what's the future looking like for Outpost? And do you have any more locations planned at all? Or what I'm sure. Well, we, it, it's really wonderful to see where our members are going. Um, and they're coming from one of our locations in, on the beach in Bali to, to in the mountains to our location in Cambodia. And we'd just like to be able to serve our members where, wherever they're, they're traveling. We think um, being able to set up that, that, that network provides people uh, the shared experiences, not just in Bali, but, but elsewhere. Um, so we're really excited about the future and, and creating a, um, a, a, neighbor, a, a community of many neighborhoods, if you will. Um, so we're, we're excited about the future. Excellent. And I know I mentioned the, uh, the URL at the top of the, the call. Is there somewhere other than that? than that URL that people should look if they're, they're interested in, you know, uh, setting up an outpost? I think, I think the websites are, you know, outpost-asia.com is, is the best place to start to learn about our living and, and, and working environments as well as training. Um, you could Google and see, and see the news articles about us. Um, there's some, you know, wonderful news and videos of, of people who've come through here. Um, so we're, you know, we're excited to, to, to see more people come through it adopt the lifestyle. Like I said, the, the challenge uh, when you're sitting there in your office feels like, how do you get out of the, the lifestyle? Yeah. <laughs> uh, for sure, it feels that way. Um, uh, but it's, it's easier if you just say, hey, I'm ready to do it. Um, I, I, I think once you find a place for your stuff or once you rent out your place, everything else is easy. And just commit to it. Just commit to it. Realize it's going to be this amount of time, and yeah. And the, so, so what happens is some people come out and 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 they're with us for two months or two and a half months, and they they had an idea and they couldn't get it started, or they they couldn't get the business plan, or the business plan didn't work. And you know, worst thing that happened was they were with us for two and a half months, had an amazing time. Um, they they learned, they had a vacation, they met fabulous people, and they go home. 
Um, so let that be the worst thing. Doesn't sound too bad to me at all, David. Thank you. I just want to say thank you so much for, for joining us here today at the Remote Work Life Summit. We'll be looking out for what's going on at uh, Outpost. Uh, hyphenasia.com and um, hopefully I get to speak to you again soon in the, in the future to, to catch up. Hopefully we get to see you out here soon. Yeah, and that as well, yeah. <laughs> you got a spot. Oh, brilliant. Thanks, David.